Hello, all. This is blonde haired girl. It's the it's about two thirty in the morning. <laughs> it's the perfect time to do a podcast. <laughs> it's absolutely freezing. Um, my house is like really cold right now. Um, uh, and I'm really cold. <laughs> um, but. So, about a year and a half ago, I I had gone actually to my first event. I it was it was really exciting for me. I I had been wanting to go to one of these events, and was not able to financially, or did not believe that I could financially wing it to to that point before but my finances had changed had cleared just enough for me to be able to go to this event and I was I was supremely excited and I went to the event and was I was I was really surprised at I mean part of it was trying to find a, a baseline into where I was with the material that I practice, which is the creation of my life, I suppose. I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> so I I wanted to tell you all about this one meditation. So there was a lot of meditations that were involved, but there was this one in particular that really, I'll just tell you about it. So, <laughs> so the first thing that happened was, um, I was in a, an imagery in my meditative practice is not unusual for me. But this one, this meditation was so spectacular. I, I had, I, okay, let me just describe it. <laughs> so I found myself really close to Jupiter, the planet. I, I leave my body and I'm, and I'm like, I'm, I can see the the pattern and the storms of Jupiter, I'm like right there. I'm not in any kind of spaceship at this point. I'm just, I'm just looking at it. And then, the next thing I know, I'm, I am on the International State Space Station. So I'm on the space station, and I am experiencing a lack of gravity and I'm spinning. I'm like doing these, this spinning pattern on the International Space Station and I'm like spinning and and like literally doing these like, like, I guess somersault kind of, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it exactly, but I'm just going around, around, around and I'm, I'm really having fun. And and then I'm I'm 
on the moon. I'm, I'm standing for a period of time and then I sit. So I'm sitting on the moon and I'm looking down on earth. So I'm looking down on earth and I'm, and I, I'm looking down and it's not what the earth looks like from like, if I, if I see pictures, you know, that look down on earth, that's not what it looked like. It, it was much more dimensional than that. It was like, there were civilizations that appeared to be inside and it it just wasn't as orderly as pictures from space make it look in my meditation. And then that segment of the meditation stopped and then I went into another one. And what I heard the person who was leading the meditation say what I heard said, and I'm not sure if what I hear, what I remember hearing was actually what was said. I'm going to say that. But this time I, I heard to become a a box. Um, and I, my box was round. I was, I was in this sphere and and it was translucent and I became part of the box. And so I was spinning as part of the box, not the entire, not the t- entire sphere, but just a segment in a sphere. And I was just spinning and I just, I just kept going round and round and round and round. And I couldn't even tell you how long I was doing this, but at some point, I was asked to come out of that and then and then find a door and there was this this door just opened up in this sphere and I was standing on the edge and and I I'm standing there and I just dive my my hands just go my arms just go out as if I'm diving into a pool of water, but this was literally the unknown. And I just dove as if I had done it a thousand times. And I, and I, and I did, I indeed did, I did dive into a pool of water. So I dive into this pool of water that is black in its, it it seems like it's it's like the actual body of water is is round but it i have this sense that there is no bottom to it it's just this endless depth and at some point i get a little bit scared um I so I'm in this this pool of of water and there's this like dome over me and and at this point it's just dark <laughs> it's just darkness and then 
I so then I just decide to like lay on my back. And so I'm laying on my back on the water. And at some point I'm propelled into a I had this sense that it wasn't water but I'm I'm laying on my back and I'm with somebody very significant to me and and I'm I'm still there's this dome and and there's these little squiggly things and like this the first that I'm looking up and I'm like looking at this squiggly thing and I'm like what is that this white squiggly and then it just disappeared and then you know and then I look up again and and there's this white squiggly thing and then it turns into a bird this white squiggly thing turns into this bird and then and then the white squiggly thing comes back again so it comes three times and the next thing I know I'm in like this pool of water with a with a waterfall And eventually I have to, I have to, the, the meditation ends. So the way that this relates in my life is, so in my, in my life life, if Don Miguel Ruiz says that we are dreaming all the time, that when we're awake, we're dreaming, and when we're when we're asleep, we're dreaming. That we're always dreaming. We think that this is is real life, but there there are some schools of thought that it's not. That this is a dream as well, and it's just as it's just as simple as dreaming a different dream. So I am becoming, and I have been, I I haven't, it's been a while now that I just felt like I've just been in this holding pattern, just the waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting I just I just haven't known how to do it or when to do it. I so I just feel like I'm I'm on a diving board. I'm on this diving board and I'm and I'm trying to figure out like okay, I, and I'm overthinking. I'm overthinking. I'm I'm, what's going to happen? How am I going to do this? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to, is there going to be, you know, and then, and then I go into this whole thing about money and, and just how is this going to come about? 
I don't know why. On Friday evening, I... Friday was just a really weird day for me. Where I... But especially the evening, I was... I was going to an event that I really like to go to every year. It's a music festival, which is really huge for me. I love to listen to music. And I go to this event. I get a lift. I didn't just drive. I didn't drive because there were so many people. And I knew that parking was going to be an issue. So I I got a lift. And, and the, it takes a while for this lift to come get me. And I, and I, so I get dropped off and I'm at this event and it is just, there's just so many people. And, and, and I also, I had this really strange, like, thing happen in the lift so this guy comes to get me and he's very talkative. He's actually dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> That's just a little tidbit that I thought was funny. And and he is talking to me a lot and he tells me that 10,000 people are supposed to be at this event. And this little town I live in that you know has about 50,000 people in the surrounding maybe 60 now, 60,000 people in the surrounding. It's not just even in the little town. I mean, it's like there's not very, very many people that live here. And so 10,000 people just descending into a, a block was a lot of people. And he starts to talk to me and he, he starts to talk about the Bible and he starts to talk about it being end times. And he asks me, he says, are you a religious person? And I, I said to him, I said, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I didn't even know how to say what I am. He's talking to somebody who considers himself a minister but I'm not religious. And I told him that. And I, that was the wrong answer. He's, and he proceeds to tell me things like, well, you may want to be ready because basically the, these are the end times and Armageddon is coming. And I'm, I, so I hop out of the lift slightly perturbed. <laughs> by the interaction that I had with the Lyft driver. I don't really like it when people firstly proselytize to me and secondly try to fear me into some belief system. I, but I didn't have any desire whatsoever to say anything to him, although I did have things going on in my mind. <laughs> My bratty side. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he said, but I just wanted to say, do you have any idea how many ministers are being accused 
right now of sexual misconduct with children. (laughs) I really wanted to say that, but I I chose not to (laughs) leave him in his, his, um, his joyful delusion that uh, his, his religion is working. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, so I go to this event and I just, I was slightly miserable. I, I wasn't happy. There were so many people you could hardly walk. And how it is, is that there are, there are musical ensembles in all of the shops. The shops are open and there's all these musical ensembles. And, and you could, I couldn't even hear any music. I mean, there were so many people. I don't know if the musicians were on break or I don't know what was happening. But, And then I made my way over to my favorite bar because one of my favorite bands was playing and I could not even barely walk. I mean, it was just... There were so many people and it wasn't enjoyable at all. And I walked all the way through out the back and I just decided to walk home. So I'm walking home and I'm looking at the Christmas lights and and there are just the cutest houses in in the town I live in, they're just adorable. I mean, they're really cute. And I just, so I'm walking and I'm walking home and I just got this incredible sense of sadness. Of the same situations, the same people, the same, you know, it's, this isn't a um because there there are many really great people that live around me but i have had this desire for something new for so long <laughs> and then last night was no exception either i i had I had gone out because my favorite band was playing last night. So I I was going to meet up with some friends. And then as I was leaving, I, I was so perturbed because I was an hour off. As I, I was supposed to meet my friends at 6.40 and it was 5.40. And so I was like, what am I going to do for an hour? <laughs> And and it's it, and it's one of the problems is is that it's really cold. And so, I I wasn't like I could just walk around really. I mean I could, but I just didn't really want to do that. And so I'm sitting in in my car, and I decide to look for opportunities. And not for an opportunity for a job. So I've wanted to make this move. And I've been talking about this on my YouTube station for years. Years. I've been wanting to make this move. And I had, I had applied for like 
I don't even know how many jobs. I had applied for like, I don't even know. I had, I had so many job interviews. And for some reason, I didn't get any of those jobs. None of them. And so, and that was a sign for me. Back when, that was a sign for me that I, like, that's the other thing. I'm like asking for a sign. I'm, I'm looking for signs. I'm, I'm, okay, so if I get this amount of money, I'll do this. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy what I'm doing in my own head. And so I, I, I had looked up like monthly rentals. And so I was on Airbnb and I, I found this one that like, like I was looking for three months, three months to not find a job and not sign a year lease, you know, to lock me into a year somewhere at this point. And, and so I found something and I sent, I sent this person a, a message and I, and then she messaged me back last, last evening. And, and then I went to bed last night just thinking of, and I'm, it's like almost as if I was like dreaming about it. I was like in between sleep and awake and it wasn't in a good way. It was Okay, so how much money and how much money? How do I have on this? I don't know. I was just trying to figure the whole thing out, which is what we're not supposed to do. And so I was just like, do I do this thing? Do I, and you know, and and she's only going to hold this thing for so long. And then I was like, well, maybe I should wait because I had had it in my mind that I would just wait until. Until like, because my kids, I'm, I'm a counselor for kids. Like, am I really going to leave mid semester and leave them? And, you know, maybe I should wait till May until, you know, and then it'd be like, kind of like a clean break. You know, I just, and so I get to like overthinking, overthinking and and I, and so I got to thinking about that meditation where I dove into the unknown, where I dove into it with such abandon. I didn't think about it at all. I didn't know where I was going to be. I didn't know what exactly I was going to be doing. And so I have this choice. I I just can't continue to do what I'm doing. Say like, what is that? The definition of insanity is to expect a different result. (laughs) To 
continue to do the same thing and expect a different result. But even as I'm saying that, I, I'm reminded of podcasts, a podcast that I did where I was talking about this practice of creating my life. And I was comparing it to a chemist where, where I have a, a formula and I keep, I keep doing the, the problem. I keep working the problem and I keep not having the outcome. I'm a, muse, a magician and I keep practicing my craft, but I, I can't seem to perform magic. every single time it has it has it was it was so hard when when this thing went down in my life and i i basically in in like a month my life just fell apart or seemingly fell apart. I had I had lost a job that I really loved. I found out that I didn't have a support system and my marriage at the time completely imploded. And it was so hard not knowing. And I, and I had a safety net, thank God, that my mother provided a little bit of help financially. But I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing or where I was going. And I, it was so scary. And I can't say, I can't say like these these like amazing stories of people who went into the unknown and it was it was great like somebody was reminding me of Eckhart Tolle and how he how he gave up a university professor job and he lived on savings and he wrote his book and then when his savings was running out he got a book deal. Somebody his, finished his book and he got a deal. That's a really great story, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I do have many stories like that. Many, not, not M-A-N-Y, but in, M-I-N-I, many stories. <laughs> I... During during the last few years, my my transmission in my car had gone out. I was driving, and then my emission my I just and I barely got my car to a shop. And the first shop said, you know, it's going to be. It was like over 
$3,000 to get a new transmission. And, and then I ended up taking it to another, it was like 30, it was more than 3000 because I ended up taking it to another and there was a difference of $800 and there it was 2500 or $2,400. It was, so it was $2,400 to fix the transmission in my car. So my car was transported from one place to the next and I didn't have I didn't have anything. I didn't have enough credit to put it on a credit card. I didn't have the cash. And they said, "Oh, well, we have these snap loans." So I go online and I I apply for a snap loan. And And it was just the weirdest thing. So the deal was you had to pay, you had to pay it off in 90 days or it would, it would be a hundred percent interest. So (laughs) I think I may be saying this incorrectly, but my 2,400 dollar loan would turn into a $4,800 loan. I know that part. So the next thing I know, and then they asked for my, my bank information. And the next thing I know, I'm signed up for this loan, like ready or not, here I go. And they inform me that they are going to be taking $200 every, basically every paycheck. So they're going to take $200 twice a month out of my account. <laughs> and at the time, I I didn't have I just didn't know how I was going to do that. And I remember having this panic attack that I don't know how to describe. It it was really scary. And I decided to trust and I was really hungry. So I went over to Chipotle and I got a couple of fish tacos and I sat there and I, I thought, you know, I don't know how this is going to work out. I just know that it is. So that was in December and then in, and it's taking this money out of my account, mind you. And then I do my taxes and I end up getting a, an income tax return that, that I could pay for this, pay this off in time. So I do my taxes and I'm expecting this, this amount of money into my account to cover this, this bill. And so it's getting on to the 90 days. And I end up calling them because I, I look over the, the agreement, 
and I don't see that option to pay it off and not have the $100, 100% interest. So I end up calling them and I talk to this guy on the phone and he's like, no, 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 that's, no, you'll, that's, um, yeah, if you pay it off by this date. So this date is fastly approaching and the money from the government is not, from my taxes is not in my account. So I'm having a slight freak out. I'm like, I, I just, I just don't, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And the money's not going in, the money's not going in, and I'm just, so what I end up doing is, and I remember it was a Saturday morning, I end up getting a paycheck and I just, and by this point, I only owe $1,200 because <laughs> they've already taken $1,200 out of my account over the last three months, right? So I I decide, okay, I'll just pay other bills. I may not be able to pay other bills and I may have like all kinds of fees or whatever, but I just, I have to do this. I have to pay this off so that I don't owe double. So I call to pay the bill. And this is another really weird thing is the the guy that I originally talked to was the guy who answered the phone. And I asked him, what are the chances that I would get you again? How many of you are there? And he said like 22. So I had a one in 22 chance of getting him, which was weird in and of itself. But so I pay it off. So the bills paid off no sooner within like two minutes of paying off this bill, I get a ding on my phone that a notification that the money from my income tax return was coming, was going to be in my account like in the next week. And I had so many of these, these really weird, many instances of things miraculously, truly miraculously working out. So, so I'm, I'm at a crossroad yet again, but I, I have the resources. I do. I don't want to squander squander my resources, but I have the resources to float for a period of time. I'm reminded right in the moment of I was at a different event at the beginning of this year in a meditation and I my mother came to me and said something that was so not like her to say because my mom was so responsible. She was so responsible that she left an exorbitant amount of money for her children, her girls. 
I mean, it wasn't like massive, massive, but it was pretty big. She left me in a position where I have resources. So I'm at this meditation and she's talking to me and she's, I could feel her and my dad. And she was telling me to just do it. Just quit your job and write your book. Quit your job and write your book. And it was so not like her. So I guess it had to be her because it was so unlike her. It was so unlike anything she would ever say to me. Because she was always... She was always pulling me down to reality. I remember as a very young child, my mother calling me Alice in Wonderland. You're like Alice in Wonderland. And when I was young, I took it as an insult. I thought my mom was always insulting me. I didn't think my mom really thought much of me, honestly. And she had a daughter who I never changed. I was always like that. I always believed in things. And she was always the realist. And I was the pie in the sky. So I guess the point of this story or the point of this podcast is do we, do I, I sharing with you my experiment with creating my life? Do I jump into the unknown, dive into the unknown, and just be brave and believing that it's all going to work out? Sometimes I think we just have to do it. We just have to do it. We have to just be brave. And there you have it. (laughs) I appreciate you listening. And I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.